Are you ready? Because it's time. The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour is on the air. Featuring the jack of all trades and master of none, Joel. Does anyone else smell fried chicken? Couldn't have picked a shorter podcast name. That's like a mouthful right there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, episode 179. I am your host, Joel, and uh, I know it's been a couple weeks, but you know how things are with me. Some weeks are better than others, and it's not from a lack of wanting to record. It's just a matter of finding the the desire sometimes, especially when things around you are kind of crazy and hectic. Uh, sometimes you have to push aside the podcasting to take care of other things that need to be done. So uh, thanks for sticking it out with me. I do appreciate it. And um, I promise uh, to try and be hopefully more consistent here soon uh, because there is a very short period of time before I'm coming up on my 10th anniversary of podcasting. And uh, interestingly enough, I read an article um, online earlier in the week about iTunes hitting the you know ground floor of things 10 years ago. And I was like, I was there. So it's crazy. It's hard to believe that time has flown by so fast. But Anyway, uh, like I said, welcome to the show. If you'd like to find me, you can find me on Facebook.com. Just look up Joel Happy Pants Hour. That's K-P-A-N-T-S. Uh, you can also find me on uh, Gmail, JoelHappyPants at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter, at JoelHappyPants. And uh, the show is available weekly through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, PodDirectory.com, Google Podcasts. And I am a proud member of the Podcast Collective. It's a lot of great shows on there. Just go over to PodcastCollective.com. Check it out. 
and uh, enjoy. And actually, the other two shows that I do are also available through Podcast Collective. The first one is 40 Going on 14 with Mike, Pat, and Josh, which is my nostalgia cast where we talk about things then and now. Uh, This week's episode was all about Escape from Witch Mountain and Race to Witch Mountain. Uh, You can find that on 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, uh, as well as Google Podcasts and Podcast Collective. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook. Just look up 40 Going on 14. Send us an email at 40go14 at gmail.com or... Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. And uh, we are also on Twitter at 40go14. So go check it out. A lot of content available. I've been doing that for a few years now and uh, with no signs of showing down. Also, check out the Coffin Joe cast uh, with my brother from another mother, Killer Wilba, which you can find on iTunes, TalkShoe, Libsyn, and Stitcher, as well as the Podcast Collective and Google Podcasts. Uh, that show is pretty much free form. We have a different uh, third co-host every week. This week it was just the two of us, although uh, there's been some issues with the recording. And at this point, uh, it may have been lost to the ether. So fingers crossed that Killa is able to resurrect it from the dead. Because it was actually a really good episode. I, I, I'm never sure how the, the, the duo shows are going to go where we don't have another co-host. But um, this week I was really uh, happy with the results. So fingers crossed, kids. Hopefully it'll be showing up in the feed sometime later today. We'll see. Um, what else? What else? Oh, yes. The Creeper Cast. I know I've been promising you updates. And uh, I can't tell you one of the things yet. But uh, I can let you know that the site is officially back up and available to check out. Uh, it's no longer at CreeperCast.com, at least for the moment. Uh, I know that Jeff is working on some things there. But uh, head over to our webpage on Facebook and just look up The CreeperCast, all one word. Uh, not The CreeperCast, all one word, but The Space. CreeperCast is one word. And uh, it'll have a link to the actual website. Problem is, is that the website, uh, since it's not through CreeperCast.com at the moment, I never forget. I never forget. I always forget the actual address. I just looked it up. It is uh, CreeperCast01 dot blogspot.com so if you want to go through the old-fashioned way you can do that um, and check out uh, the content there's two new reviews there uh, that are available now that i have written um, in the interim and then we're slowly feeding into it uh, some of my old school reviews from the original site so there's a, a little bit of both so you may be seeing something you've already read before and you may be seeing something that you've never seen so check it out and i will tag each one so it's either listed as an original creeper site creeper cast site review or uh it'll just look like a brand new one so um what else what else oh yes uh this show the music is brought to us by the artists themselves you can uh petition them directly to get their music i always recommend buying it directly from the artist to make sure they're getting the maximum amount of payout Um, or if you'd like to get a physical copy in a store please support local businesses uh, especially local record stores so you can go ahead over there pick it up on cd or vinyl if they have it available or see if they can order it if they don't Um, also check out my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com you can also Check out uh, my dead comic strip, uh, Gregory the Really Angry Robot, which is available on Facebook.com. Just look up Gregory the Really Angry Robot. And I apologize. Things are a little off. I'm a little off myself at the moment. So uh, it's bound to happen when you take time off. Uh, I usually come back stronger, but today I'm just a little off. Uh, I got done seeing Captain America Civil War this morning, and maybe I'm just worn out from all the awesomeness. So... Uh, the first song we heard tonight was called Rumor Mill. It's by We Are The In Crowd. Repeat offender to the show. Haven't played them in a while, but I uh, was listening to them on the way home the other night and just kind of was like, yeah, that sounds like something good I'd like to play. Um, the next song we're going to hear actually comes from listening to um, the This Wildlife and A Day to Remember. Recently, I've been uh, you know delving deep in- into some of the stuff that I've listened to in the past and some of the new stuff that just continues to, to hit me in all the right spots and one of the the backup singer well not backup singers per, one of the people that sings with the lead singer on one of the bands and I can't remember which one now um yeah I don't remember which which of the two it was but anyway the, the singer was from a band called tonight alive and I checked him out liked what I heard figured I should share this song is called come home and uh when we come back we will get into the show so here 
we go. Come Alive by Tonight, Come Home by Tonight Alive. That's weird. I got that messed up. I apologize. Um, by the way, today is Mother's Day, so if you have not done so yet, make sure you give a, a happy Mother's Day to your mother. Uh, hopefully, you get the chance to call or visit or have dinner with them. But um, I have two amazing mothers, who one who gave birth to me and is a huge part of my life still to this day, and the one who adopted me and is also just as equal uh, as important part to my life. I love them both, and they are both amazing women. I have wonderful role models, and they really, I, I, I believe, kind of made me the man I am today. So I, I can't thank them enough for everything they've done. And I've already thanked them on Facebook, which is one thing, but I will be calling them here in a little bit since one is in Colorado, the other is in Kansas City, and there is no way for me to see either one of them, unfortunately. So... Anyway, uh, when I put together the show, you know, of course, this was a week and a half, two weeks ago now, um, Prince had just passed and we were doing our 40 going on 14 episode about it. And during the course of that week after he had had, uh, uh, shuffled off this mortal coil, as it were, I watched a documentary called Lemmy from 2010, which was all about uh, Lemmy Kilmeister and uh, just kind of spent three years with him and uh, really got to know him, his rise to celebrity his career what he was doing at that point 
And it was really a, a kind of a neat portrait of a guy who was just fascinating anyway. Um, and along with that, of course, they gave his history and uh, played a lot of the music from Motorhead. And, and it was just really fascinating. And you got to see how he was revered. And with Prince's passing and everything with that, there's been so much talk about him and, and what he accomplished. And I think people, the people that were into him and fans and, and appreciated his music and thought of him in the manner that they should have really felt it the hardest. But there are so many people that, of course, um, found him because of this. And it's unfortunate that it happened too late. But the man never stopped creating uh, from the time he was born, basically. He was doing something uh, with his talent. And it's uh, it's, it's saying a lot because not a lot of people can say that they are, are putting everything on the line to be able to uh, make music, make art, make films, make television shows, whatever your creative outlet is, uh, it's, it's not an easy road to, to, to pass. And he did it, and he did it quite successfully. So uh, the question is, though, is when a celebrity dies, why does it matter? Why does it matter more than if, you know, I don't know, 220, 90, 6, one person dies in another country because of a, a car bomb exploding or, you know, somebody gets shot three blocks away from, from where I live currently. I mean, what, what difference does it make, um, that they have created something or been famous for something? Why does that make the world kind of stop, take notice, pay tribute? And all of a sudden there's magazine covers and there's, uh, specials and there's, you know, uh, albums released that are kind of tributes and I don't know there's just so much hubbub that it just gets kind of out of control and it's always been a fascinating thing to see that there's I mean just look at the 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 people who create deadpools you know to take bets on who's going to die in the course of a year I mean it's the same kind of thing you're you're taking somebody who is a celebrity and um you know treating their death in a different way than you would anyone else it's it's interesting and, and it's the only thing I can really say about it is that I think it has to do with if, if it's a creative person who's providing you some sort of entertainment or, you know, some sort of music that enhances your life or that is, um, I don't know, celebrity chef, <laughs> uh, you know, they're giving something to you and become a very intimate part of your life, especially with music. So somebody like Lemmy or somebody like Prince, I mean, they're giving basically the soundtrack to your life. And coming from a, a person who's incredibly passionate about music, I know how important it is and the power that it has. And the fact that, you know, it's changed my life. It's saved me on, on a couple of occasions. It gives, you know, uh, a reason to a lot of things that I you kind of puzzle over. Like, why are things the way they are? And you hear a song that suddenly puts it all into perspective. So it, it has an amazing power to affect you in a way that, that maybe some people in your regular everyday life don't. So when that person passes, of course, you feel a, a, as big of a loss as it would as if you were to lose a parent or a sibling or aunt and uncle, somebody that you're close with. It's It's no different. And so when I hear people kind of talk about why is this important? Why aren't we paying more attention to all these people that are dead from a car bomb or whatever? I'm not saying that you shouldn't because I think that's just as equally important because those people died for basically no reason other than someone's extremist viewpoint or somebody who's just got a nut loose or somebody who, who just uh, wanted to go on a rampage. I mean, everybody's got their thing. And uh, same thing if somebody passes due to old age or cancer or, a car accident, those lives have equally as much value as the person that, you know, wrote a bunch of songs, released a bunch of albums. But if you don't have that connection with that person, it does have, it doesn't have as much meaning. So if, if that person has 20 family members and 30 friends to those 50 people, they care more than anyone else on the planet when that person passes. But when you are a celebrity of some sort and you have millions of fans and you pass, all of a sudden you have at least half, if not all of those fans who suddenly feel that loss that you would have if your mother or sibling or uh, aunt or uncle died. So 
it to me it makes a lot of sense and i know i've i've been subject to it just as much as anyone else in 1994 in april when kurt cobain was murdered uh, to me that was a huge impact because here's a guy that i loved his music he was in my favorite band he was uh taken at such a young age and so abruptly and so violently that it it left a weird kind of hole that when you're already in a position where you're a little vulnerable and you're in college and you're living alone and uh, don't know a lot of people it um it can it can affect you in a, a much deeper way than people realize and i know at that time because it was such a shock and he was so young I mean, people just really, it hit them so incredibly hard that there was a lot of people who took their own lives, which is incredibly unfortunate and no one should ever take it to that point. But it just proves the power of music that if you are affected in in that way by something so personal, then it can really damage you and sometimes even more so than if a family member or friend died. So... It's it's an interesting phenomenon to watch happen and to see the reactions when it does. And uh, maybe Prince wasn't making music that was as relevant, you know, as far as a widespread impact, but he was still doing what he loved. People still adored him, bought the things that he did, and he did it his way. Lemmy never, <laughs> never compromised for anybody. The dude was perpetually his own person, and if you didn't like it, whatever, move on. So... The creative community lost something. Luckily, they've left a hell of a legacy that uh, will always carry on. And at some point, you know, there'll be another band that comes along that has just as big an impact. But until then, it's a loss. So in an effort to shine on and give them some credit where credit is due, I got picked out a Prince song for this week and a Motorhead song with Lemmy to play. So first up, we've got Purple Rain by Prince and the Revolution from the soundtrack to the film of the same name. And uh, we'll be back in just a few.
All right. And we are back. That was Purple Rain by Prince and the Revolution. That is the full version. So <laughs> there you go, kids. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh, something that I don't know what brought it on anymore because it's been a while since I wrote these topics. But uh, as a member of the podcast community or as a listener, as a producer, as a creator, as a you know former creator, listener, producer, are we part of the media? And it's something that I don't, I don't even know what raised the question. I just I think I was reading an article about it because there's right now there's so much talk about it. Um, I think because the big podcast thing is coming up here in Illinois, which is ridiculously expensive, by the way. Thank you for pushing out the little guys. Um, <laughs> but it's this huge thing that has really taken off in the past decade, like I mentioned early on in, in the show. And when you think of the media, you think of news sources like CNN or your local news or uh, newspapers, magazines like Newsweek or U.S. News and World Report. You know, you think of the media as being... Uh, paparazzi or celebrity news and gossip, things like that. But you don't necessarily, at least in my mind, I'd never thought of podcasting as being part of the uh, media as a whole. But the reality is, is that it's just as much anymore, I think, a part of the media as anything else. Because you look at some of the people that are podcasting, like a Kevin Smith or Mark Maron or, you know, some of the other big name celebrities, Joe Rogan, who do shows that are not just like mine where it's, you know, music based show with me chatting it up in my living room with my dogs to sleep or, uh, you know, doing a nostalgia show with my buddies from college or just doing a complete free for all show. That's kind of for podcast junkies who just want to kind of hang out and chat for a bit. I mean, is that really newsworthy? No, but does, does the news dictate that it makes it media or does media mean that you're just producing something that is creative and content and something that people can enjoy for an hour out of their day and, and take some out of their work schedule or on their drive to work. And then they go back about their lives. I mean, yes, I truly believe it is part of the media. And so with that being said, what kind of responsibility does that have to those of us who are in um, the podcast community? Does that mean that we are to have or take seriously the responsibility that we're taking on ourselves by creating and producing and releasing these shows. And, you know, I suppose if you're doing something that is um, creating some sort of anarchy or hatred, or you're, you're spewing some sort of, you know, negative hate speech, or you are um, putting some sort of negative message out into the atmosphere that could create some serious repercussions, either, by someone hurting themselves or uh, somebody who uh, takes it the wrong way and becomes, uh, I don't know, hurtful to other people, then yes, I mean, we have to be careful with the power that we have because anybody these days can create, can create a podcast. All you need is a, a microphone and a computer, and that's pretty much it. If you want to get more gear, like I've got a basic setup with you know a, a really nice mic and a scissor arm and, and a mixer and, and my laptop. So, I mean, I've stepped it up from where I was 10 years ago or when I was using the Barbie mic, but there's other people that have invested, you know, their entire, not entire, but invested a lot of money to create a studio setting that's not unlike or could rival something at a local radio station. So with that power comes great responsibility, like Spider-Man's Uncle Ben said. I mean, you have to take that seriously. And it, it is something where, if you are going to be reporting the news, of course, you've got a responsibility. But if you're giving some sort of, uh, of commentary on life or some sort of speech, again, you have to be careful with what you're saying. And I know for me, I try to pre present a positive message. And within all the things that I talk about, whether it's about my life or about, you know, things that are interesting me in, in the, the, the world of the news, like, you know, Prince and Lemmy or other things like that, then I need to be aware of that and uh, make sure how it's being presented. So it's not something I've ever really thought about in terms of, of what I was doing. I just did it. And I think that with as many shows and niche shows and specialized type of, of podcasters that there are out there, I think it's something that should be thought about a bit more because if you're going to go out and you're going to turn on a mic, you're going to say something once it's out there, it's out there and you, you can't get it back. I mean, it's it's like <sighs> naked photos, you know. They get out on a on a revenge porn site, and all of a sudden your your ass is everywhere. I mean, it, it's like they talk about in 
in the documentaries about pornography. You know, porn is forever. Once, once you've done that video and it's been released to the public, you can't get it back, no matter how hard you try. And people have tried on on many occasions. Um, so, it's the same thing with podcasting. I mean, I've got over six hundred plus episodes under my belt now, and all those are available somewhere somehow. I've got them all archived on my computer, but what what am I leaving out there? And I know I've said some pretty arrogant, egotistical, negative, um, hateful. I don't know. I've said a lot of different things in the course of my 10 years. And uh, some of them are hilariously funny. Some I wish maybe I hadn't have said some, I wish I would have phrased differently or in a different context, but you know what? That was me at that time. And so I I can't take it back nor would I want to, but every time I put a show together and I, I put it out there, I don't always think about exactly what I'm doing or what that is potentially going to cause. And reality is I don't have a big enough listenership to worry about it too much. But for those podcasters out there who have, you know, thousands upon thousands of listeners, um, yes, they need to be that much more careful because you've got people that are willing to take what you say and could potentially use it in a negative way or reinterpret it in a negative way. Um, so yes, I, I do think we're a part of the media. Yes. I do think there's a responsibility that we need to take up and be very careful of, but at the same time, have fun with it. I mean, that's the whole point of podcasting. It's something that's a hobby that shouldn't be more important than necessarily your job or your family, but it's something that you should take seriously and, and, and enjoy it. Have fun with it. That's the whole point of the medium is that it's like when you create a piece of art or you write something, a book and you self publish, or you make music and release it, you know, on an MP3 on SoundCloud or whatever, you're doing it because you love it. You're doing it because you don't necessarily want to make money at it, but you just can't help but not create. So that's the way I look at it. It's a, it's a compulsion. It's a passion. It's a desire. It's something that I, I love doing. I've loved doing for a long time and I don't see that changing. So maybe it's not always as consistent as I would like, but uh, other things get in the way. And like I said, podcasting comes second to family and, and, and job. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into the next song because I'm not quite sure where I'm headed with this. It's called Both Sides of the Story by We Are the In Crowd. And uh, we'll be back in just a few. This is what you think is honest, honestly. I think I'm going to freak out. This isn't where I want to be, want to be. I think I'll let myself
All right. And we're back. That was both sides of the story by We Are the In Crowd. And the next thing I wanted to talk about, I don't know. I don't remember, again, kind of where I was going to go with the topic. I just always write just a real brief, like two or three word, like, hey, this is what you're going to talk about. And then I just go. So you have to forgive me if I'm not quite in the same headspace as I was at that point in time. But um, uh, I'm kind of wondering, rather than go down that road, since I don't remember exactly what I was going to talk about. um, You know, I think it's more important with Mother's Day being upon us and being today that I, I take some time to talk about that. Because as most of you know, who've listened to the show with any regularity, you know that um, I was adopted. And I think I mentioned it at the beginning of the show when I, I briefly touched on things. So coming from that perspective where you grew up with um, a mother that you knew was your adopted mom, you knew that she was not your biological mother. And that was never a secret. Um, from day one, I, I knew that uh, I was adopted and for as long as I can remember. I don't remember a time when I didn't know that. And I apologize if I am pulling a, a trays on day and, and or whatever his name is, turning away from the mic there. Sorry about that. Um, it wasn't to catch my breath or to sing chocolate rain. It was just because I turned my head from the way to my head, head away from the mic because I wasn't thinking. Um, but it, it was um, an interesting thing because my entire life I kept wondering, you know, where's my mom? What, where, what is she doing out there? What life has she led after... Um, you know, I was uh, adopted, but at the same time, I had an amazing mom who pretty much did everything she could to, to raise us and was one of those people that just gave and gave and gave and gave and never asked for anything in return, despite financial hardships, despite anything and everything that was going on in her life, you never would have really known, uh, what those things were because of, who she was and how she handled things. So it, it's, it's a testament to both of them for doing what was best for their families. And, you know, my biological mom had to give me up because, I mean, when you're as young as she was and uh, in the situation she was in, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you just kind of, I can't imagine the choice that, that, that had to be made. But ultimately, I think it was for the best. And I think she feels that it was for the best. Although I know that both of us have um, had moments where we wish we could have known what it would have been like if um, the, 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 the situation was changed. But um, they just, they both, and, and my biological mom is just an amazing person all the way around as well. I mean, she's also incredibly giving, um, incredibly talented and just a wonderful role model. I mean, both of them set a standard that, you know, even though I, I credit a lot of, of who I am to circumstances, whether it be uh, going through mental difficulties, being hospitalized, uh, you know, having to start over on several occasions financially um, and just in general because of, of situations completely collapsing around me, as much as I believe that that created who I am, um, I think nature and nurture both are just as much to not blame, but must just as much of a contributor to that factor um, as the other parts. And I think all of it together put me on a path towards being a decent person. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm not saying that um, I do anything any better or worse than anyone else. I just feel that I have become a, a fairly decent person in, in this life. And I credit that to those around me, uh, my mothers primarily for setting the, the, the standard, my friends who showed me, you know, what it was like to love people that weren't related to you either by blood or by, um, uh, just by, by raising you. Um, and then of course, just by experience, I mean, life experience, you, you, learn from history or be doomed to repeat it. I mean, I don't know when or where that came from. I, I don't remember and I'm not going to look it up, but it's very true. You know, if, if you do something and you keep doing it and it's like beating your head against a brick wall, what are you getting out of that? I mean, where are you really headed? You're, you're, you're not, you're just 
continually going to fail and eventually it's going to take the the best of you um and i i see some other family situations and i've known other friends who have either lost their mothers or their mothers were you know not good people or um have had mothers who weren't very attentive or were violent or were um uh, too focused on other things in their life to pay attention to their kids and it it just all the more reiterates the fact that i had not one but two who were just i keep saying the word amazing but i don't know the, what other word to use and and i'm so so lucky that uh i didn't end up with a situation like some of my friends and other family members have had to go through where they had mothers who were alcoholics or mothers who were, like I said, abusive. And I ended up somehow with two that were just beyond great. So take time to think about that. Either think about, you know, who you are as a parent, either a mother or father, who you are as a sibling, uh, brother or sister, who you are to um, those around you because you get one go at the li- this life and you, you want to do it right you want to leave a legacy you want to uh, leave a good impression on those around you so that you're missed when you're gone um, and I, I just I can't say enough good things I'm I'm a really really blessed guy and I don't I don't say that very often I don't like that turn of phrase because it just always makes you feel a little ooky, but um, I, that's the best way to put it. I, uh, I I won the lottery for moms. I did. So I totally sidebarred that from what I was going to talk about, but I think that's more important, even though it didn't really uh, have a lot to say. And it's so off the cuff that I didn't have any sort of guideline or, or plan. I just wanted to say thank you to them. Uh, both Twyla and Eleanor for pretty much just being amazing people. So let's go ahead and jump into the next song. It is Breakdown. It's by Tonight Alive featuring Benji Madden, who you may know from Good Charlotte. And when we come back, we will close out the show. So here we go. Die. 
Breakdown by Tonight Alive featuring Benji Madden of Good Charlotte. And thank you for joining us. This has been episode 179 of the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. I apologize if it's a little loose and off the cuff, but sometimes that's a show you get. So if you'd like to find me, you can find me on Facebook.com. Just look up Joel Happy Pants Hour. That's K-P-A-N-T-S. You can also find me on Gmail. Uh, shoot me one at uh, Joel Happy Pants. Uh, find me on Twitter at Joel Happy Pants. This show is available weekly through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Google podcast pod directory and on the podcast collective a lot of great shows there go to the website at podcastcollective.com check them out and uh, look for more to be added sometime soon i think we are growing on a pretty steady basis Uh, also check out 40 going on 14 Uh, you can find that on 40go14.com itunes stitcher talk show blueberry streaming saturdays at noon on geek life radio Uh, we are also on google podcasts and part of the podcast collective Find us on Facebook. Just got 40 going on 14. Shoot us an email at 40go14 at gmail.com or a voicemail 708. Now wrap that 708-669-9727. And on Twitter at 40go14. Also, it's coming up quick and I uh, have just not been paying attention to the time. But uh, Gen Con is coming up here in just a few months. So look for us to be there. All four of us will be there um, doing the instant game show all over the con. So that is coming up very, very soon. And I'm excited about that. So if you were going to be at Gen Con this year, make sure you uh, let me know or let one of the guys know. And we will try and hook up at some point. Um, also, check out the Coffin Joe cast, which is available through iTunes, TalkShoe, Libsyn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and part of the Podcast Collective. Uh, you can shoot us an email at coffinjoecast at gmail.com. Facebook, just look up The Coffin Joe Cast. Find us on our website at coffinjoecast.com. And you can also send us a voicemail at 661-434-5956 at 661-434-KWJO. Uh, check out the CreeperCast, which uh, is now available again, creepercast01.blogspot.com. You can check out uh, some old reviews that are being recycled. You just look for the original CreeperCast review in the tag or in the um, subject line. Or check out the new reviews, which are slowly being dropped one a week. So I've got at least a month's worth of material, but I'm going to be working on more stuff periodically. So we should have a pretty steady ball roll in there uh, soon. And I don't know how long it'll be before things kind of the bubble burst. But uh, until the old site is either back um, or we just take over this one and make this the permanent home, uh, it gives you something in the feed and something new to check out. So head over there and take a look. All the music tonight was provided to us by the artists themselves. If you like what you hear, look them up on the internet, buy it directly from the artist, or if you want to get a CD or vinyl copy and you like to go out and find it on your own, support your local record store and get it through them. And if they don't have it, have them order it for you. They can do that. Uh, check out my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com. Or you can also check out uh, my defunct comic strip, Gregory the Really Angry Robot, on Facebook. Just look up Gregory the Really Angry Robot and you will find the page. So the last song after the outro is the other song I promised. This one by Motorhead, uh, who was Lemmy's band. He was the only, I think, original member that lasted throughout the run of the band before he passed away a few years ago. But um, was it a few years ago? I don't know when he passed now. Wow. It's been a while. A year ago? I don't know. I should have looked that up. But anyway, I, I figured it's a good way to end the show on a, on a high note. And the guy, you know, it's kind of like ACDC. The music maybe didn't change a whole lot over the course of its uh, history, but it was always good and it was always consistent. So uh, the song we're going to play is Ace of Spades by Motorhead, which uh, the first time I ever saw them play that song was on an episode of The Young Ones, um, which if you've never seen The Young Ones, 
fantastic BBC sitcom that is very irreverent and quite hilarious. So, uh, I guess the really the only thing I want to leave you with this week is just make sure you call your mom, go out, go out to dinner with her, uh, stop by, not just today because it's it's a national holiday, but on a regular basis because they need to know that you love and care about them just as much as you need to know that they love and care about you. So, love you, mom. Talk to you soon. Have a good week, kids. what it's all about, gentlemen. It's what we train for. That's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live.